Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game Week 10. It's team reveal time when myself and Fantasy Football Scout step here to Tom Freeman revealing our early thoughts for Game Week 10 and our transfer plans. This is especially important for Tom because he is wildcarding uh, and he's got a couple of drafts that he'd like to share with us as well. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm OK. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, um, like you say, on a wild card, so... Um... I always find them quite full on wildcard weeks because you're kind of researching so much, you're keeping an eye on price rises, but I feel like I'm kind of getting closer yeah. to it. We never decide on a wildcard team on a, on, we're recording this on Tuesday mm. for a Friday deadline. No. I'm sure there'll be some changes, but it feels like, you know how it happens throughout the week. You get closer to that final 15. Mm. Um, we've got a couple of drafts today. We've got one, which I'm currently on, and then we've got a Son draft as well. So yep, should be good. Okay, right. Yeah, well, let's have a look at the fixtures first. Um, so these are the fixtures that that will be front of mind for you while carding. These game weeks ten um, through to fifteen, so it's the next six uh, fixtures, and they show that Crystal Palace surprisingly at the top, um, but they haven't got much attacking threat at the moment. But of interest, perhaps if you want one of their defenders as an enabler, because you can definitely field them as a, as a good first sub, or indeed if you need to. Uh, Brighton are next. They got Fulham, Everton, Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest, Chelsea, and Brentford. And then Arsenal, uh, they've got Sheffield United, Newcastle, Burnley, Brentford, Wolves and Luton. And those watching the goals imminent video and uh, and live stream we did yesterday um, or, or rather this week, um, we did a big focus on Brighton and Arsenal uh, players to get in, mainly their midfield. But um, uh, we did a focus on them. So do have a look back at that. We've got more detail there as well. West Ham are next. Good, strong fixtures. Everton, Brentford, Nottingham Forest, Burnley, Crystal Palace... Tottenham and then Burnley and then Liverpool have got Nottingham Forest next up then Luton and Brentford got a tricky City game Man City game game week 13 and Sheffield United um, sorry and then Fulham and then Sheffield United um, and the, uh, amongst those with the worst fixtures are Chelsea uh, they got an awful run of Tottenham City Newcastle Brighton and Manchester United uh, Luton Brentford Man City themselves apart from Bournemouth um, 
in game week 11. We've got some tough games, Manchester United, Liverpool, Tottenham, Aston Villa, but it is City. Um, but yeah, overall, looking at the next six fixtures, um, what is this all telling you team-wise about your wild card? Well, the, the the swings at the top, the Arsenal and the Brighton yeah. ones were a key reason for targeting yeah. this week, really, and tripling up on Arsenal and getting one, maybe two Brighton. Mm. Um, we've just spoken on the goals in a minute video, and that's kind of got me thinking about maybe other options which I could explore, but there'll definitely be one. Um, I haven't got any Palace. I've owned Mark Gahey all mm. season, been quite a reliable defence to plug in. So um, he could be a 4.5 I consider yeah. on the wild card, okay. but it's certainly from an attacking sense, it's Brighton, mm -hmm. it's Arsenal, it's Liverpool. Yeah. And, um, Villa are, Villa are a bit low on that. You know, you look at those fixtures. Um, I guess mm. it's the Tottenham and the Man City games, yeah. but having, having watched Spurs last night, mm. Fulham created a few chances on the on the counter. So I think Villa could maybe be bumped up that a little bit. So uh, yeah. is there a team that I've got Watkins like um, yeah. most other managers? No. Yeah, I think with Aston Villa, so if I was to do this next uh, next five, yeah, um, they would be certainly up there. So just to, to uh, for the benefit of those listening on the podcast, They've got Luton next, game week 10. Great fixture. Then Nottingham Forest, Fulham, Tottenham and Bournemouth. That's all up to game week 14. Great run. Then they've got Man City in game week 15, which makes it a bit trickier. But yeah, if you discount that, they're definitely a team that wildcarders should be targeting uh, now. Yeah. And also non-wildcarders as well should be thinking, right, if I haven't got Watkins or Cash or, you know, how would I get them in? Um, but yeah, it's it's a fixture swing, which is a classic time to wildcard because um, these are these are players that we haven't got, and especially because you don't have Salah uh, at the moment, or rather you do. Yeah, I think yeah, I think most people who don't own Salah are probably the people like me who haven't wildcarded. Um, mostly, anyway, I think the game week eight wildcarders were able to get on Salah at the right term. They've had two double digit hauls mm. since. Albeit there's been two penalties in there, but Salah's a great player to own, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. And um, I'm going to obviously, I'd always eyed it this week. And I thought Brighton, Everton, maybe I can get away with it. And I didn't. Um, but now is not the time for no. continuing that experiment. Let's no. get him in. No. No. Um, well, let's go to your first draft then. This is a 3-4-3. Three, mm. three, um, and this is your wildcard 10. So do you want to take us through uh, the players that you, you're considering there for this 3-4-3? Uh, three, yeah, so I'll just read out the team and then we can kind of zone in on the mm -hmm. interesting bits, yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, so two goalkeepers, which is about as cheap as you can realistically yeah. go. And that's why they're there. Um, Ariola, who I bought in game week three for Turner, he'll stay. And uh, Strakosha is the cheapest player in the game, cheapest goalkeeper in the game. Um, I don't think... He'll take over from Flecken, but, you know, he's there as a, an enabler, isn't yeah. he? So um, that's the goalkeepers at the back. Um, I suppose the main three to start, certainly this week, is Gabriel, Simicass and Cash. Yeah. And I've got a um, Colwell. Um, Chelsea's mm -hmm. fixtures aren't great, but I've kind of got one eye on game week 16, I think. And just yeah. having a player there yeah, yeah. who will be able to come in there, he won't play much before that anyway. Gives me a bit more depth. Mm -hmm. And then Taylor as well, another bargain bin enabler at 3.9 million. Um, midfield, it starts to get a bit more interesting. Salah obviously coming in, double Arsenal, Saka and Martinelli and yeah. Mitoma. Mm -hmm. So plugging into those Brighton, those Arsenal fixture swings. And then Makate is the 4.4. .4. Yeah. 
there's there's a few 4.4s. I'm not overthinking that, but whenever I watch Makate, I quite like him. Yeah. Uh, and then three strikers, Watkins, Haaland and Darwin as okay. well, which, um, yeah, he feels like now the international break rest has, has been done at the weekend. He came on, he got the assist. Quite excited. think, you know, he could do quite well over the next few. And I'm, I'm willing to just tap into that for this Forest fixture and then just take it on a week by week basis. Um, but I, lo- I love him as a pick. You know, he's a he's a chance magnet, and when he when he plays, he makes an impact. You know, and, and so um, yeah. How how much do you have in the bank for this one, and and what's what's your team value? Zero point four in the bank, okay. and uh, my team value is one hundred and one point five. Okay, so that's lower than a lot of people who've already wildcarded. Yeah. Who have benefited from Watkins going up in price, yeah. Salah going up in price. I haven't had that. No. Um, but I'd imagine if people are wildcarding this week, I'd imagine most people have as have a similar yeah. amount to me. So it's probably yeah. probably doable. Yes, yeah, so. I think so. So I mean I'll, I'll tell you what I think um what I what I really like about it is the the Coldwell pick, weirdly, is one of my favourite bits of this because okay. you're looking ahead to game week sixteen. And I remember mm. wildcard I did where I got a Leicester player in about five weeks before Leicester's fixtures got good. This was back when Leicester were good. Um, and so, um, uh, and and when everyone was going to go for uh, that defender, uh, uh, that Leicester defender, I already had him in place so I could think about another move. So I quite like well, that. And, and really yeah, that, the fixtures that Arsenal, Liverpool and Villa, you can play their three all the time. Well, that's the thinking. You could go for somebody like Gahey in that spot yeah, yeah. that Cobble's there, but when are you going to play him? Well, you're not. And it might be in game week 16, Villa's fixtures, they play Man City in 15, yeah. and then they start to tail off a little bit. We don't know where Roberts, I think Robertson will be out, but we don't, we don't know what's going to happen there. And so it might be quite useful to have that player who can then slot yeah, in. definitely. Saves a transfer further down the line. Yeah, definitely. Um, Although Crystal, um, sorry, Crystal Palace's fixtures from a defensive point of view are very good. Um, next mm. part, uh, especially after Tottenham. Um, um, Colwell is not a bad sub to bring on, even if the Chelsea's no. game bad. Even there's still the potential of an assist. There's still the potential yeah. of a clean sheet with Chelsea because Ch- they are. Ch- Chelsea's defense has, yeah, Chelsea's defense has been pretty good this year, so I'm happy to have him there. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Um, so I, I like that. I like that. Um, so it's a nice balance there. It doesn't feel like. You know, sometimes you get wildcard, you think, oh, I'm going to have to wildcard that again <laughs> in a few weeks. Yes. This does, yeah. doesn't feel like that at all. This feels like really set up for every eventuality. Mm. Um, uh, it, it, one thing I would say is, have you considered, instead of using this sort of setup as a 3-5-2, but perhaps going without Darwin? Because you've got a bit of money in the bank. You could get, say, yep. Archer instead of Darwin, and then you could upgrade yep. McAtee to Bowen. Yep. yep considered it been playing around with a few yeah. it just depends how confident if i think darwin starts against forest i'm happy to plug him into that spot yeah but if there are doubts around it um there's nobody else really in the forward no. pool that i want this week alvarez mm. in 11 could be really good but I've, I have, I already had Alvarez, so I've sold him already. So I'm not going to go back there with that. But yeah, that's exactly what I'd probably do if I'm not confident that Darwin start. No. Go down to Archer, bump up McAtee to, to, to probably to, to Bowen, like you say, yeah. who feel, feels like a good pick. Or if I wanted to get a bit more Villa than somebody like Diaby, who mm. hasn't been returning recently, mm. but it's exactly like we spoke about Watkins in game week four, game week five, Joe. There's nothing wrong with the performances no. there. No. 
Um, the stats haven't been great, but the eye test is telling me that he's involved. He's been a bit, he's going to be a good pick. I'm sure yeah. of it. But yeah, so I mean, I would have, um, to but Bowen is a sort of an omission that has been yeah. in a few previous wildcards last week or so. And I think his, his fixtures will now improve. But yeah. also um, lack of Spurs as well. And I know we'll look at a, yeah. a Spurs version of this uh, in a 3-5-2. Um, but I was thinking, you know, in, in defence and, and, and lack of Newcastle as well. Now, I guess obviously Darwin can become a Wilson or Isaac. So you've got that price point there. Um, but with something like perhaps a, a Gordon um, in midfield instead of McAtee. But then you've got to cut some costs, corners somewhere else. So that, that would bring sort of Darwin down to an archer. Um, but also perhaps maybe a, a Dan Byrne or... Um, um, I mean, I'm I'm guessing Trippier is just not not achievable for you at the moment. Yeah, I think you know I love Trippier as a pick. Mm. I love Tottenham, Madison. I love Son. I'm not yeah. saying they're bad picks. It's just a fixtures play, and yeah. it's and rather than Madison, it's going for Martinelli who plays mm. Sheffield United and Burnley in the next three game weeks. It might not come off. Madison is more involved. He's yeah. probably got more routes to points. Mm. But I just feel like if you're going to have a wild card now. The edge might be in getting that second Arsenal attacker. Yeah. And I feel like it's an opportunity which I might kick myself if I don't go for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tot- Tottenham have got Palace on Friday. Palace are traditionally tough defence at oh. home, but then they didn't look great at Newcastle. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if Son gets something in that. Yeah. But then then it's Chelsea, Wolves, Villa, Man City, West Ham. Yeah, they can score in those games, mm. but it's just basically, it, it, it's prioritising the fixtures over the player themselves. Yeah. And um that's what I think I want to do with this wild card. And that's why there's players like Matoma in there as well, is to try and get on those players before they're mm. massively popular. Because if Martinelli pops at the weekend or, or Matoma, then they're going to be big transfer targets given the fixtures that are coming up. So, so I mean, um, I mean, obviously those at wildcard in game week eight or just before or last game week, we'll still use the free free transfers to get players in. But yeah. but ultimately, the, the difference here between a game week 10 Wild card, the game week eight wild card is um, um, being less inclined to ditch Harland. I would say, yeah, and I, I was uh, because if you look at the fix, because you've got Bournemouth coming up soon, so you start yeah. to look at that and you think I I don't want to go without Harland for that. Whereas a couple of weeks ago, it was a it was a obviously it's always a bold move, but a couple of weeks ago it was a move that could be done. Um, and you you can take that risk because maybe you didn't think maybe he would do that well against Brighton, and that was the the, the sort of key game there. And, but Bournemouth feels a bit more risky, and so I, I so I think I think that'll be a change. The other one is obviously you can go for that Arsenal. Not only can you get an Arsenal midfielder, you can go for an Arsenal triple up with those, yeah, those yeah. three there. You can yeah. get you're not playing catch up with a Brighton mid. You're getting Matoma in there. And the only other change is sort of on the peripheries, really. Instead of Colwell, most Game Week 8 ones, they've probably got maybe a Palace defender, maybe they've got Dan Byrne. Yeah, I, um, think it's, uh, I think it's Newcastle and Spurs, isn't yeah. it? I think most Game Week yeah. 8 wildcarders will be going in with a Spurs player, probably a defender yeah. too, either Porro or Dogi, and they'll be going in with Trippier. And that that's generally the... Yeah. The difference is there. They've all got Watkins. They've all got Haaland. Yeah. They'll probably have Saka yeah, as well. They've all got Salah. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, and Simicast as well. Um, you can just go straight for Simicast. You don't have to use a transfer there. Just get him on the wild card. And of course, no Turner, which is not a bad thing because Turner's going to be firm on my bench for a long time anyway. 
Yeah, it just feels like I could get him a playing goalkeeper, but it's point two. Mm. And if I'm not going to play him, Forest fixtures aren't great. I think why not just go down to Strakosha? Yeah. Um, I did consider Luca Dean over cash as well to free up a bit of money because Luca Dean's obviously playing every week. He's playing very well at the moment. Um, his stats are really good up against Cash. Um, he puts a lot more crosses into the box. He's a bit more advanced as well. Cash is still a great pick, though. Don't get me wrong. He's got more goal for it. Um, but I did consider that. But Dean's on four yellow cards. We've got Alex Moreno maybe coming back in two to three weeks. So it might create a problem further down the line. Mm. I certainly don't think Moreno will walk back into the team because Dean's playing so well. But yeah, I don't feel like that's... Um, worth of point four saving or whatever it is so cash is loaded in there for now yeah i mean i the um yeah i really i really like this draft and i think the only the only potential change which is quite a nice change is just simply the having a a, changing it to a three five two within two moves darwin and mcatee to bowen and archer that Uh, that could be something which happens and and, let's just see what happens with liverpool on thursday and then that that would be exactly if i was wildcarding now this is that'd be very similar to what i would go for and i and i i I agree with you about you've got the points of difference and and taking advantage of that arsenal attack Mm. and brighton attack is is one of the key bits there um this is your three five two which i already said off air that i don't like as much (laughs) yeah and and nor and nor nor do you (laughs) but so for the benefit those on the oh yeah for um who who would you captain by the way um whichever you go for what as in this this coming game week who will i be captaining oh i'll be captaining salah yeah so yeah yeah i think that's um i think that's pretty pretty certain that i'll do that um but yeah so the three five two i mean having watched the game last (laughs) night son center forward there's a buzz around spurs at the moment isn't there it's hard to lose a player like that when the fixtures aren't terrible i don't mean they're great for spurs but they're not like playing man city newcastle arsenal in the next three or anything like that so then immediately you start to kind of look at ways in which you could try and keep Son. And this is the best way I've managed to do it. So it basically, you're losing Colwell or a 4.5 million defender and you're dropping down to a 4 million Branthwaite. So you lose a bit of depth in the squad this Mm. way. Um, The other two, the other other moves, uh, you change your structure. So instead of a 4.4 McAtee, you've got 4.5 Archer. Doesn't really make much yeah. difference, really. So the two main moves is it's it's Son and Diaby, um, or Martinelli and um, Darwin. Yeah. And um, so that's the kind of the the structure change mm. there, I suppose. And Son and Diaby, I think, will do really well. Mm. Um, this maybe feels a bit more like a game week eight wild card, doesn't yeah. it, Joe? This um, this is. This is very similar to a lot of setups, yeah. So yeah. I didn't have Diaby. I went for Neto. Other people maybe got Gordon in or, or got Diaby in, um, but definitely went for Son. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I, I like this one to an extent. I, I mean, I can't argue with that midfield. I can't argue with you know the no. front the front seven. Um, but it's it's weirdly it's that lack of Colwell is what I don't like because it could be Dan Byrne, it could be Anderson Gahey. And it says you've got to play Gabriel Simakas and Cash every week, which for the next few mm. fixtures looks okay. But as soon as there's an injury, as soon as Arteta thinks, you know what, I think I will play party as right back and Gabriel's going to move out of defence. 
Yeah, uh, or, as... jo- or, jo- or Joe Gomez comes yeah. in or something for exactly. Simicast. It could create problems, yeah. couldn't it? So no. suddenly you then got to play one of Charlie Taylor, who I th- think is, isn't he um, suspended next? I'm not sure. I might have that um, wrong. No, not that I'm aware of. Not that far. No. But anyway, you don't want to play him. <laughs> um, I'm just going to check. I'm just going to uh, check now anyway. And, 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 and Branthway at Everton, you probably won't want to play. So immediately that's looking like a, a, a transfer that's got to be made. It and, was um, it was Connor Roberts, sorry, yeah. Joe, who got suspended oh, for Burnley. Sorry, Connor so Roberts. So you got, you got the full, Burnley fullback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the other one. Um, but yeah, so immediately that says to me, there's a transfer to be made mm-hmm. there. And then with the midfield as well, you, you're losing that edge that you talked about, that Martinelli Saka edge, which I think mm. I prefer. And then you've got, see, and see Diaby and Matomi. So you've got two players at the same price point there. So that also feels a bit inflexible because you've got to, you've got to either go down by about a million or so, or go, yeah. or, or if you want to go up to say a Bowen, or something like that. You've got to spend a bit more money. So yeah, as I said, it's, it's, it's struck. I mean, you can't argue with those players if they mm. play every week. But it's just it doesn't look set up for the long term, does it? So yeah, that's why yeah, I and, prefer your your yeah. Area. And the other setup just excites me a bit more. You know, yeah, we yeah. play this game for fun, yeah. don't we? We want to, and 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 the other team just feels like with Darwin and Martinelli, yeah. and then. But in them next uh, very reliable players like Salah and Watkins and Matoma, you know, it just feels like there's, um, that's currently where I'm leaning towards. Yeah. I'm sure it will change a little bit because we've still got a few days before deadline. But yeah, um, yeah that's where I'm currently at. Okay. Um, yeah, no, uh, so just for the um, uh, benefit of those those watching, I'll just put this 3-4-3 up again. So this is the team. This is a similar team, more like what you would probably go for. Um, come Friday, um, yeah, because it is a Friday deadline this time. Um, in in that three four three, yeah, which can easily become a three five two. It's very flexible. I like I like this. It's it's set, it's a long term one, um, whereas that three five yeah. two. So that's something for people who are wildcarding now to perhaps think about. Are but you, you think uh, you would um, you think you would switch Makate Darwin for for Bowen well, I would Archer? Do. I, if I was wildcarding now. I would do this, but the only difference is I would have Bowen instead of McAtee and Archer instead of Darwin because yeah, I so prefer Bowen to Darwin. And that's basically the choice you got. Is Bowen better than Darwin? My answer to that is yes. But if mm-hmm. your answer to that yeah. is no, then... But I think long-term, he, he feels like the more stable pick Bowen, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. It's just whether you want to try and plug into this little three-game run. Darwin, as yeah. soon as we get to game week 13, international break again, he's going to have to be sold then, yeah, I think. Yeah. So this is a short-term yeah. play and it's whether or not I think we're going to get enough minutes but, out of but, them. But as I said, it's easy to do. Darwin, you've got choices. You could go just move Darwin to Alvarez. And that's yeah. easy. Um, yeah. You can move him to a Brighton striker if you want to take a punt there. But also, if you've got two free transfers, you could just do that Bowen. You could do McAtee to a, a whole number of midfielders, possibly mm-hmm. Bowen, and then move Darwin down to Archer. So it's a nice, easy switch. It's just two moves. Mm-hmm. That's why I like this. Um, but... Um, Okay, let's put my team up then. So um, obviously I won't spend so much time on this because <laughs> I'm not wildcarding. It's not very exciting. Um, so I've got Ariola in goal against Everton, Pedro Porro uh, against Crystal Palace, uh, May Cash, Dan Byrne against Wolves. Uh, I've got Madison, Salah, who I'm going to captain, um, and then Bowen. 
And then up front, I've got Watkins and Haaland. And also, I've got Son and Neto currently. But I have enough money, and I should have enough money come Friday, uh, barring some un- unforeseen changes in the in the um, uh, the market. Um, I should have um, enough to do Son and Neto to Matoma and Saka. So then I'd be looking at a midfield of Madison, Saka, Matoma, Salah, Captain and Bowen, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't get me points, I just like to look at that. <laughs> And then on my bench, I've got Turner, who's going to stay on my bench for a while. Anderson, who's still a good good first sub. Could could be useful to have. Yeah. So and and we, we looked at Crystal Palace's fixtures. Yeah. I mean, mm. I can play if needs be. If there's an injury to Porro, Cash or Burn, Anderson, I can play any of game week 11 through to 15 easily. Because I think there's clean sheet potential in all of those. Burnley, Everton, Luton. West, well, West Ham might be tricky, and then Burn, Burn, Bournemouth. So I think Anson's playable in any of those. Um, I've also got Archer, um, and I've got a Tarek Lamptey as well. I'm waiting for him to return, see if he gets some minutes. But I, I don't anticipate ever playing Tarek Lamptey. Um, but if he's if he's fit, um, if he can play, and he's not playing in Europe, and then for example, yeah. in game week 11, they've got a, a, a blank week. So he could easily play against Everton in game week 11. I think Tarek Lamptey's good, but um, I think um, 13's a problem for a lot of defences, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it as well? I can remember looking at that because you've got, um, I think Spurs play Villa, so you've got them up against each yeah, other. Yeah. I think Newcastle have got Chelsea, so Lamptey then, mm. if it did, it could be really useful that week if you think he's going to play. Uh, yeah, because I mean, they've got so Forest, Tottenham mm. at home to Aston Villa, so Matty Cash is away to Tottenham. Mm. So yeah, I'd be tempted to try and play Lamptey over Cash, for mm. example, because yeah. Lamptey would, yeah. is, is up against uh, Nottingham Forest and certainly play Anderson against uh, who's up against Luton that week. So Anderson... Um, yeah, well so, yeah. so, so that's why, to, to be honest, I can't claim that I did that deliberately. You've just simply told me about that. Uh, so but it's, it's fallen pure, nicely. No, pure, because... Pure um, I, well, yeah, it's just the, the thing on the wild card. Yeah. You kind of plot a few weeks out, don't you? And yeah. that was one of the reasons why I considered Gahey over um, mm. Colwell as well, because he might help out around about then. And yeah. but um, for you, if, if Lamptey and Anderson yeah. Yeah. are fit that week, yeah. and, and well, Anderson will play, but if Lamptey yeah. is, you've got options. So. Yeah, definitely options. Um, and, uh, you know, who knows? If I've got a little bit of money, uh, I can always mm-hmm. upgrade Lamptey if I need to. Um, because um, uh, yeah, I like I, uh, I like I like a player like that on my bench. As you said, you're not going to play a lot of it in your team. It'll be um, a Burnley defender, so mm. it, you know it's the same difference really. It's a player you probably won't play that yeah. much, but you might need them because Burnley's fixtures are pretty good. Let's not no, they got they got Bournemouth and Crystal Palace. Then they do have Arsenal in game week twelve, and then they got West Ham. That's tough. Well, then Sheffield well, United. Yeah, you, if. If you do need to call him, and that West Ham fixture isn't great at home, but no. I might have to play him that week. And at yeah. least it's a home game against not an yeah. elite attack. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, just, so, it's, yeah. it's a shame that uh, Bayer's not available because um, if they can mm. get a clean sheet, he should be in the bonus. Um, and, but, um, but he's injured at the moment. And Van Heck isn't nailed at Brighton, is he, Joe? Again, Van it's Heck, difficult. To... It's like, like with the goalkeeper, like with Ferguson. Yeah, and, it's hard Welbeck. to predict. Um, yeah, Van Heck and Webster are competing mm. for the same place. Um, so, yeah, I can, I mean, I, I've said many times, I'm part of the predicting team for the on, on Twitter for Brighton's, and it's, it's tough each week. I think I got, 
Last yeah. week I got seven out of eleven or six out of eleven. It's um, hard. I mean, um, I do the Villa Milner, one. right? But I've got. Um, I probably fell on the wrong side of Steel Verbruggen, for example. Yeah, I mean, with I do the Villa one each week, and that mainly comes down to is Cash going to play right back or right yeah. wing, and it's yeah. very much that's yeah. what it comes down yeah. to, and that dictates the rest yeah. of your picks. Yeah. With Brighton, I can imagine you have to sit down and well, actually give yourself some time to kind of go I, through it all. And I think, I think most of us are, not are, are running on uh, an average of somewhere between eight, seven, and eight out of eleven each week. Yeah, right? you see, the Villa ones are over ten, most <laughs> so, of us, but yeah, um, yeah, because it, but it's just much easier. You know, yeah. it's um, it's uh, it's not hard to predict. Whereas Deserby, that's probably probably beyond Guardiola. That's the toughest yeah. job I think to it predict. Is. Yeah, I know. I mm. mean, we don't we don't get the we don't get the credit <laughs> we deserve for getting it wrong each week. <laughs> but yeah, it is it is really tough um, there. And once Tarek Lamptey's fit again, there we go. Who's going to play on the right? Will it be mm. Veltman? Will it be Gross? Will it be Lamptey? There's right. You back. might. Yeah, you might find him out of position in Marsh's spot one game, Lamptey, maybe. Yeah. And then Marsh is indeed out of position in Estupanan's spot. And it yeah, just goes yeah, yeah. on like that. So <laughs> sometimes you can get like the Eric Morecambe uh, line. You can get you can get the right players, but not necessarily in the right order. Um, <laughs> so it's tricky. Um, anyway, um, Tom, good luck with your wild card. I think it's really well set up uh, in game week 10. It looks really, uh, whichever, whichever one you go for, um, mm-hmm. whichever, it looks well set up to move to whatever you want, really. Um, so Hopefully. it looks like yeah. a good wild card for the future. Um, excellent. Um, good luck, everyone watching and listening. Do remember to subscribe. Do remember to press that like button. It really helps us out. And uh, good luck with your game week 10. See you soon. Thanks, Jack. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.